Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials. You're going to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want, how to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do using my life from the top of the mind system. Today I want to talk about the concept of how we affect others and are we doing that in a really purposeful way. There is a book I'm reading by Susan Scott called Fierce Conversations. And in it, she talks about how we affect others, especially after we're gone. I don't mean like when we died, although that's part of it, but really kind of when we're no longer in the room. She calls it our emotional wake. And I love that image because, you know, when a boat goes through the water, it kind of leaves this wake behind, ripples, changes the water in ways that have to do with, you know, the speed of the boat, the power of the motor, things like that. And I think that's an important concept for those of us who want to be more influential with others. we got to ask ourselves the question, are we leading a very purposeful emotional wake? Are people talking about us after we leave the room or when we're not around the way that we want them to, the way that represents our highest purpose, the way we would recommend someone we love? Now, of course, there will always be people who maybe misunderstand us or say things about us that aren't true. So this isn't about the, those few folks who may have a problem with us when we're being as purposeful as possible. This is about us asking ourselves the question, when I'm engaging someone, what kind of wake do I want to leave? What kind of impression do I want to leave? How do I want them to think about me or feel about me when I'm gone? You know, as a speaker, I've heard so many times that people will pay some bit of attention to what you say, but they'll pay a huge amount of attention to how you make them feel. And I think that's something we may not be taking into account when we're engaging people. We may have some idea that we want to get across, some information we want to share, some way we want them to be different, some solution we want them to, to kind of implement. But we're main, we may not be asking ourselves the question, am I saying this in a way that they will hear as valuable? One of the things I talk about when I go out and do my presentations is when we are engaging people, are we driving them down into that resistant brain, the brainstem, what I call the bottom of the mind, or up to the upper 80% of the brain, the receptive part of the brain that I call the top of the mind? One of the ways of making sure we're reaching the best of them is to make sure we are reaching for the best of them, holding an image of who they are at their best and framing what we have to say in a way that touches that. Or taking their frustration or anger or resentment or whatever they're experiencing right now, turning it from the problem to part of the solution, partnering with that and giving them a way of moving forward that is less resistant, less frustrating, less angry. That emotional wake. I think this is really important with kids, you know, when we're, when we're talking to our kids, we're always teaching them something. So when I get uh, asked to do a parenting conference, because I wrote this book on how to get kids to do what you want. So when I'm asked at a, par a parenting conference, I, uh, you know, people say, okay, Bill, how do I get my kids to be respectful? How do I get my kids to be cooperative? And I say, well, that's a great question. And would it be fair to say that anytime we're interacting with kids, we're teaching them something? People go, yeah, yeah I get that. So we really can't teach respect by being disrespectful. We can't teach cooperation by being co uncooperative. If we want them to feel confident in who they are, we can't teach confidence by implying that I have no confidence that you know this. That's especially powerful when parents are talking to kids, but it's also powerful when, when a leader is talking to his or her people, when a supervisor is talking to those they report to, when we're talking to other friends or family. 
we want to ask ourselves the question, what's the emotional wake I want to leave? What are the ripples I want to put into their life so that when they think of me, they think of kindness, they think of caring, they think of understanding, they think of someone who is supportive. If this is important to you, I just encourage you to think about that the next time you have a conversation. What's the emotional wake I want to leave? And make sure we're doing that on purpose. We won't always be able to do it perfectly, but if we do it purposefully, we'll get better and better and better and better. I hope you're enjoying these videos, by the way. I try to post one each week. If you'd like to subscribe, feel free to do that on YouTube. Friend me on, uh, on uh, Facebook. I also post these on LinkedIn and Pinterest and iTunes. Try as much as possible. I also have an email list where every week I send out one of my favorite quotes in one of my videos to about 6,000 people. If you would like to receive that each week, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com. Hit the subscribe button. It's free. Put your email address in there, and each week I'll send you one of these. Or if you want me to come to your organization and help everybody be more purposeful and how they communicate with each other so that they're having the effect they want, leaving the emotional wake that we want, again, go to the website, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in. Love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, here's to you being more clear about the emotional wake you're bringing and leaving in your life. More clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.